Edge. Yellow. Miguel Angel Danahome. <laughs> All right, now listen, first things first at the top here, uh, because I've been admonished twice now from uh, listener uh, Xerox Al has uh, not been happy with the sound quality of the last. And I, you know, after listening to, I don't blame them. They were shit. Uh, mostly due to Kitch's first episode was a disaster. Uh, so I think we're good. I think we're all logged in here with proper microphones, uh, proper hearing devices. Uh, so this should, we should be cleaned up this week. I'm in Toronto and you know what, Bart, when I come to Toronto, I bring my mic with me. It actually helps for production, helps for the helps production. Well, you know what, we will, uh, we'll pick that up. We'll pick up that topic a little bit later and what drives okay. it crazy. Okay. Uh, all right, so we'll, all right. we'll come back to that. We will come okay. back to that. Thank okay. you. All right. Well, listen, uh, Kitch, you had the game last night. Uh, first of all, do you want to, uh, should we let the listeners know uh, how you had to slum it last night? Yeah, the slum, the Delta, got, got the, uh, my daughter in town flew back from Montreal. So I ended with a friend. So I picked him up because they wanted to go to the Raps game. So did, I she fly, down- uh, did she fly first class? No, she flew Porter, Porter oh, to the oh, island, oh, Porter, Porter to the island. Right yeah. to the game, right, right to the, the island. Right the uh, Scotiabank. Yep. And then, uh, yes, uh, the Delta, some of the Delta had to sit 15 rows up, uh, sort of in the corner. My nose was bleeding for most of the game. So it was, it was, it was tough, <laughs> yeah, tough to watch horrible. it. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. Too bad. You're probably not in a good mood today. Uh, well, listen, we're definitely all not in a good mood, uh, Deno. Um, so here's what I uh, here's what I will tell you. I did not watch the game last night, but I Ooh. did watch every possession this morning. That NBA. I, so I again, I will tell you this one more time. I'm on the NBA app for all my games, uh, and they have a little function that the next day or right after the game's over, you can go watch the highlights of the home team, highlights of just the away team, and or a condensed every single possession in 34 minutes. So this morning with my coffee, I watched every possession. So I watched the whole game in 34 minutes. It was awesome. Yep. Yep. So I'm I'm with you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now I'm pretty Uh, sure Bart, you you knew the outcome though. If you picked up your phone and saw Deno and I's 37 (laughs) replies to each other. Oh, I did. Oh my God. I, Bobby, we were out last night at a cocktail party for another fucking fundraiser at this school. My kids go to. So this one, this, this is, you know, this should be what drives you crazy, but I'll just quickly anecdote. So they were having a cocktail party to thank the donors. Okay. So they're thanking the donors for you know their contributions throughout the year. And then at the very end, what do they do? They hand out everybody a red envelope with another donor card to see if you want to top things up just before. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I really, actually, I thought it was quite tacky. I told everyone that I went around telling everybody, I think this is very tacky. Very tacky. Why didn't I get an invite? I was a big donor for you for that school this year. Yeah, you, I didn't qualify. you didn't qualify. There's uh, levels. You did not qualify. Kitch. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, Kitch, all right. You- Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dan, let's go. Uh, you watched the game last night. What a disaster. So, when I turned it on, they were up 11. And I told Kitch I'm ready to put the game on. And then 13-0 run. And then was it a 25-3 run in the third quarter? Like, we hit 1-1-3. We hit one, one, Look at the stats. Like our bench scoring, like our bench scored what guys like last night, like 13, I think you said 14, I think it was 14, yeah, 14, but, but Bart, like, if you think of my role on this, on this podcast, right. Since I'm the smartest guy, I try no, but like, since I'm the, since I'm the smartest guy and most educated person here is to bring analysis and correlations that other people don't, don't have. Right. So when I think of the game with Memphis, Memphis and OKC, where Memphis beat them by, 73 points they beat okc by 73 points and we lost by one so if we if we somehow bart play memphis again we're gonna lose by 74 that is my deep analysis bart 
around what's happening to the Raps. We go and beat freaking Milwaukee, right? Did we think they could beat Milwaukee? No, Bart. You said lock it in. Bart, you said this is the biggest lock ever. They're going to they're gonna kill Milwaukee. They beat Milwaukee. They smoke Washington. And then the easiest layup of the year, we lose. If we played Memphis tomorrow, we lose by 74. That's my analysis, Bart. Uh, are you familiar with the terminology uh, analysis by paralysis? Yes, I am. I love that. I love getting paralyzed by it. I love it. Yeah, listen, I mean, this is shades of last year all of a sudden without the uh, Tampa excuse. Here we lost to Detroit. We've lost to OKC. We're not taking care of business at home. We're four and nine at home. Um, You know, and the scary thing is, and I, again, I don't want to, I don't want to beat up Yak. I mean, but he had a very good first half last night. He looked good. Yeah, you know what? And his, his array of moves was much uh, more diverse than I think. Like, I actually thought he looked real. And then, but what Pascal's not doing is putting a full game together, right? Second half, not nearly as good. But if you look at stat lines, not horrible. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think he might, you know, I'm just saying there might be a, a Pascal uh, revival potentially. There's just signs of it. But if we're going to get him to start playing better and we're still not beating okay, uh, the OK states of the world, like this really is, we're really going to be going to that last game in, in April for the 37th win, I believe. But if, we, if, we, if we win that game by one, Right now, we're talking about three-game win streak. Like, we beat Milwaukee. We beat Washington. But we're going to focus on what happened. Like, the disaster that Kitch saw last night. Yeah, but let's not oh. forget. When I made my Bucks prediction, uh, let's not forget, well, that was with Giannis supposedly playing. Giannis did not. That, that still did not matter. You, you would have no. taken that. With, with Middleton and those guys, you still would have thought we would have got trumped. Eight-game win we got, streak. We got pounded by Memphis. You would have been all over Milwaukee oh. without Giannis. Okay, well. And I say this with all due respect, both of you settle down. All right. You have no idea. If I'd known that Giannis wasn't playing, I'm not saying I would have been, I wouldn't have gone as, I probably wouldn't have gone as harsh as we're going to get blown out of the gym. Don't bother going. Don't watch. I probably wouldn't have been that harsh with it. Yeah, true. But yeah, just, if you just, whoa, easy. Kitch, boys. easy. Kitch, one thing we don't know is what Bart's thinking. Like that's <laughs> the, like, that's like, if we ever go there, that'd be a great podcast. What Bart, what we think Bart is thinking. That'd be amazing. Wait, I could just sit there. I could just sit there with like a light bulb over the top of my head. You guys just be good. That'd be good. That'd be good. All right, Kitch, you're at the game. I know you were shaking your head when I was talking about Siakam. Go ahead. What's, yes. your, what's your analysis? So, so I, so you're right. When Siakam had the ball for scoring, he looked decent for scoring. But I, so I spent the whole second quarter and I just, I said, I'm going to spend a whole quarter and just watch Siakam. I'm not going to watch the ball. I'm not going to watch the play. I'm just going to watch what he does yeah. on the court away from the, and my God. His defending has gone to crap. There was so many, so many times they had open threes, and it was Siakam's man who had the open three. Like he doesn't, he doesn't rotate like the rest of the team does. Three had three, ter- three turnovers on dribbles up the court. He dribbles up, and he dribbles so far away from his body, the guys pick it away from 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 him easily. And then every time he would get the ball to score, he would he if he didn't have a good position to to make a basket. He would throw a half-ass pass to somebody else, so he never set the guys up around him to succeed. Like if, if most, a lot of guys on our team, like they'll hit a guy cutting to the basket, or they'll they'll make a pass that leads the guy into a good shot. Siakam just kind of throws the dump pass off, tries to dribble, tries to do something, doesn't get away that, that throws a pass, and now you're, you're resetting the offense again. So yes, he had a good game scoring wise, but everything he seems to do away from the ball, um, and when he gets the ball not in the scoring position, it does not mesh well with the team like at the end after my full quarter of watching him just solely i said this guy's not he's not part of what this team's makeup is right now as, as a fast defensive move the ball around type of player 
So I, I, I'm done. I'm done with. Right, well, let's, so let so he had, he had 11 boards. I actually thought he rebounded pretty well last night. My condensed version of the game I watched, he rebounded pretty well. Uh, five assists, five turnovers, uh, and Freddie was uh, Freddie was equally horrible uh, early on with with his I thought less a fair approach to passing and shot selection. Yeah, he uh, was. But, he made some, but obviously, but Freddie, I trust him down the stretch. He does make some big shots for us down the stretch. Except we'll get to the last shot in a second. Um, so. I mean, he had an, I thought Pascal had a couple of nice assists to, to Barnes in particular. Uh, but I know what you're saying. Like, I agree. But every time I watch him, effort is not there on the defensive end. Effort's not there getting back. Uh, but I do find a little bit, like, if you watch, other than Banton, who I love, who I still don't think is getting enough time. And we had 11 minutes last night. Uh, like, I don't feel like Barnes, like, we are not full of effort. We're not an... Like we were an effort team last night when we were down 12 with four minutes to play. Then, you know, Pascal comes flying in for a great offensive rebound. But I think that's got to be sustained much earlier and more often. Like I am concerned about the effort this team, uh, you know, we talk about us being a really solid defensive team. Well, I would argue that we're not. Right. I would actually argue that we're not. Our defense has been pretty, pretty good considering OG's been out. Before we get in this though, like Fart, do you think Kitch? Do you think Kitch should be like, um, um, you know, a consultant, like like for the Siakam trade? Like he goes and travels around the states and he watches a player for a whole quarter. Like it's almost stalking with his like daughter. It's, it's with almost his daughter stalking. right next to him with his daughter sitting. Yeah, right next yeah. To him. Like I think nice. I think he's got some stalker to him. I think I think he's in the wrong profession. I think he should be an NBA scout. Yes. Good. For the for the Siakam trade, I'd probably just come back with a with a blown up basketball. So here we go. That's what we got for him. There we go. What? Uh, well, I do have Coach Nate's ear, so I can I make a call to Coach Nate. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll talk to him. See if I can get Kitchen. You there. do. You do. Yeah, I, I can't wait to go back and see him again. It's gonna be great. We're gonna bro hug it out. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. So, I mean, so then you you watch it. Yeah. So if you, if you watch that game, obviously twelve points in the third quarter. Which is a complete fucking disaster. So I I I I, I did think we came out with de- decent energy in the first half. We early, actually, yeah. Early, early. We started second second quarter. We kind of languished a bit, but we came out with absolutely zero energy in the third quarter, and it, it bit it bit them. Like there was nothing in the totally. third quarter. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. And then you know, all of a sudden, we we got a ton of energy with five minutes left in the fourth because we have no choice. Because everyone's going we're oh desperate. My God, yeah, you know? we're, we're desperate. Um, you know, and then again, like I don't want to harp on this. I really don't want to harp on it, but I'm going to play late in the fourth quarter. Oh, would have been would have been great to review it, but guess what? We didn't have. Yep, I guess I, we I didn't said, have. I was I thought of that would happen. I thought, oh my god, that Boucher. Yeah, uh, no, what was it? They called charge, it charge yeah. in the third quarter, which yeah, it worked in our favor. But but a down the stretch, it was two questionable calls in the oh. last in the last minute and a half, and we could we really could use the challenge then. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Like that, and I actually think we would have won that challenge. Yeah, right, and they end up scoring off that. Uh, off that play it's like what the fuck like nick this is not rocket science and i'm gonna i don't know here i'm i'm harping again but it's just got to become a, a strategy and the other thing too is i'm i'm not joking i'm done i cannot do it anymore i am going to put the time in i'm gonna go but i'm not joking here's what i'm gonna do over the christmas break i'm gonna go back to every one of these fucking rapid games oh, pos- okay. pos- i am all 29 games and i am going to track solely the number of times we run and jump at the three-point line and when we don't block the shot, which is like one out of 8,000 times that we run and jump. And then what happens on that possession next? How many times does it lead to an easy bucket to a wide open three? Like what I'm telling you, I'm going to re I'm going to redefine NBA defenses. When I put the stuff, these stats together, it's going to change. It's going to alter the course of the league. When I put Bart, this together. 
Bart, do you think having a hand in the shooter's face is important on a, on a three? I think closing out, I just think close out, stay on your feet, close out, hand up. Like you were taught back in, back in 1960, just run hand up. Do not run and jump. As soon as you run and jump, I'm telling you the majority of the possessions end up in wide open looks, wide open looks. I'm just telling you, Deno, that's my, you know what? That's my analysis. 1960. Yes, that's right. Close up. Bob Cousy. Look at Cousy. He closed out <laughs> back in the day. What Nobby actually goes out with, he, he, he stays grounded and goes over the hand. He actually does that. But Boucher, Siakam, they fly by like oh. they're like Barnes, they're Boucher, Siakam. They just, I mean, yeah. and then they just start heading down the other end too. Not even yeah. thinking to get back in the play half the time. Yeah. And then, you know what? Again, yeah. late last night. Oh my God. Late in the fourth quarter. Did we ever get smoked in the offensive rebounds? They must oh. have got uh, six or seven possessions where they got an extra possession in the fourth yeah. quarter. Right. Yeah. And then, well, and then catch what happened to champagne out there. My boy, who I like, oh. even though he's not big enough to play, but <laughs> huge. What I know he, he played well, don't get me wrong. He played well. I just don't think that's sustainable. Like there was a guy, you know, Hey, all of a sudden he was probably like, what I'm going in I'm playing the whole fourth quarter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do I do? Did you hear Nick? Did you, did you hear Nick after they asked him about it? Right. They said, you know, what happened to the other guys on the bench? He's like, I want the guys in there with a little bit of toughness. He basically just sort of said, Boucher, you, you big baby. Oh, he got pushed around. He did get pushed around last he night did. for sure. He totally yeah. did. Right. Yeah. And always whining. You know, he's got a lot. You know what? Uh, Bobby noticed. Uh, he's our baby Siakam from the screaming. He's the second yeah. in charge on screaming. Yeah. 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 He, the dude you, know commercials. What, you know what Boucher needs, boys? A Big Mac diet. Like we talk about it. Eat big, two Big Macs a day for 100 days. You'll put on at least, I tried it once. You put on about 30 pounds. You put on about a guaranteed 30 pounds. It's not where you want it. But if you're running a lot, like Big Mac diet, get on it. Yeah, yeah no, you're gonna like this. You're gonna like this. Unfortunately, I live in like the oldest part of the uh, Northern Hemisphere, and so last night after the cocktail party, we had hired one of our friends' daughters to drive us to and from. So she basically Ubered for us, <laughs> um, and we all had a few cocktails. And so we're like, let's go to it's a ten thirty. Like, let's go to McDonald's. Let's yes. hit McDonald's on the way because we were all starving. We all had a few drinks, and guess what wasn't fucking open. <laughs> McDonald's? Good for McDonald's. you. Good. Not open. Oh. Not you had the open. craving. Had the craving. Oh, totally did. It was, it was going to be yeah. so good. I had, to come yeah. home. I had to come home and have a bag of chips. It's horrible. <laughs> I did not yeah. like it. Uh, Dental, a Boucher, Boucher should, should go on uh, Zion's uh, training regime, I think. Get, get, on, get on Zion's because he's looking, he's looking like he's red. Oh, ready I, I had that for AOB. I had that for AOB. Let's talk about that in AOB. Oh, you know, let's just talk about it now. Okay. You know, any other NBA news? anyone out there who gives a shit about basketball and likes on go look at him from like a, there's a picture from him in a week ago where he is wearing a quadruple xl uh sweatsuit uh sweatpants with that because that's all he could fit into it's tight he's gotta though. be 400 pounds <laughs> yeah. unbelievable wow. well like on on tnt like when when barkley and Shaq are trashing you two guys that don't really watch their weight, <laughs> like watch their, like those guys are on a constant seafood diet, right? <laughs> like, oh my God. I get it. Like, seafood. Bark- I get it. Yeah, I, get it. I, see I, food, it. I eat it. Yeah, and like Barkley, uh, Barkley always talks about how he was, he was big when he first came out and Moses, Moses Ballone got him to start like losing weight. And he says, yeah. changed his career. He goes, I would have never been an all-star. I need Moses Malone to say you're fat. Like you, you, you are fat. And until you're not fat, you're not going to be competitive. 
Well, the Pelicans right. might want to hire Moses Malone then on the staff. Oh. Well, <laughs> the ghost, the ghost of Moses, he's dead. Oh, is he? Okay. Well, <laughs> he's no longer with us. Yeah, it'd be tough to Kitch, tough to hi- tough to hire Moses. Kitch can work that. Kitch, hey, Kitch yeah. knows people. Yeah. Kitch is a real, Zion, real historic. Zion probably doesn't know he's dead. He's put another guy Kitch, in there. And tell, tell him he's Moses Malone. Kitch is a scout. Remember, Kitch is a scout, right? Like scout. Bart, you remember in the CFL when they drafted um, a player who was uh, dead? Like you remember oh, that yeah. part? You remember sure, of course that? I did. Yeah. Imagine, imagine like going to the next day about the recap of that saying, so how we do? Well, we kind of drafted someone who's dead. Uh, like maybe some more <laughs> research, purpose? guys. Yeah, yeah. He's cheap. Maybe, He's cheap. Maybe He's... some more research. Yeah. Comes cheap. <laughs> yeah, Kitch is more scout than historian. I agree. Yeah, I yeah, go on. I'm not a historian. Yeah. I can't remember last yeah. week. Um, all right, listen. We I think we've covered this. Uh, Raps no, have Nick's. We, we got Nick's. one. We got one more thing to cover. All right, all right, all right, go ahead. The final timeout. We didn't really go into that. Like, oh right, yeah, that's that great. Like so, we we call a timeout at the end of the game for Freddie to drive up, penetrate. Freddie never scores off the dribble. We also he gets stuffed and and never scores in the key. So now we got him never. penetrating for the game winner. Like I know Freddie's been hot, but get the ball to him off a off a pick and a pass. Like get him a wide open three off. Pick. They wanted that can't put together a good game finishing call at the end of, at the end of regulation. Yeah. And so for all, you know, uh, uh, you know, how everyone talks him up. I don't know if he's the greatest X's and O's guy in the world, uh, but he's got to have someone on staff who does have like, the, everyone has those guys on staff, right. To figure that shit out. And you know what, this team is going to be at least a dozen games where it's going to come down to a last, like we're probably gonna last shot to the win tie or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah you'd think there's a, but I agree. Like, does Nick not see the game that we see? Because every time I see Freddie try and blow by somebody, the guy's on his hip. Freddie does not blow by yeah. anybody yeah. ever. What I what I hate about again, like you got Michael Jordan, you can do one on one or guys that create their own shots. Don't give the ball to a guy who can't create his own shot. Get him like we went on like what like a twelve to two run, whatever. I'm not saying you can run the same offense, but it's like you got to like run the offense and. Freddie's not a one-on-one guy and then go to the hoop. No, no. Like, like no. that, that shot was like, did you see how high he threw that shot? I know. Well, like, left-handed. Yeah. Left-handed. left-handed. I thought, I thought Kitch is going to grab it from like 30 seats up. Right. To kind of, to kind of tip it in or something like that was a ridiculous shot. So Kitch in real time, did you think uh, champagne won the game or no? Uh, based on the crowd, I, I thought he'd won the game because the crowd went ballistic. And uh, they'd all thought they'd all thought it gone in. And then the announcer comes on. And so the fans going crazy. I'm, I'm going to well, hang on. And they say, we're going to review this. But the play on the call was the baskets made and everybody goes crazy again. People are starting to leave. I'm like, OK, Devin. and then when the ref does the no, no good, it was like a, it was yeah. like a pin drop. Yeah, people, were, people were like, what? That didn't count. Really? Like yep. they, people were shocked in the stadium. So can you imagine when they get to 36 wins and we're going to look back at Detroit oh. and OK, oh. at home, both at home, too. It's oh, like, oh, 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 both at home. Oh, no. No, terrible terrible uh all right listen yeah we we got that you know what by the way what worked really well in the condensed game that i saw the number of times barnes catches the ball in the high post and something good comes from that it's yep. almost every time right he hits a cutter he gets or he penetrates himself like i would have loved to see yep. that with our last play right get the ball yep. sky in the high post face up and let's it then yeah. run freddie off a screen have yeah. a champagne cut the baseline do something you know what i honestly i'm going to call coat and h I, I, that's, I mean, a, that's I how we won that's how we won the championship we stuck us all there and that's how we won the yeah, championship i know it's hey. true high post high post offense old school bob Cousy. High post offense uh, all right listen let's move on quickly 
Uh, I think I, what did I throw on the agenda next? The MVP quarter poll trade Siakam trade. trade. Oh, Siakam, Siakam trades, which, so I kind of screwed that up uh, because I thought Abby had uh, thrown it up on Instagram, which she kind of did, but we didn't really get to respond. I thought there were going to be a bunch of trades that people put up there that we could then discuss, but guess what? There aren't any trades up there, but the one that I talked about before, let's talk Siakam trade. Now, Here's a good question. And I catch think about this before you answer. What's the bare minimum you'd want return for Siakam? Because here's the idea with so Indiana apparently is going into blow it up mode. So I don't yep. think Indiana is going to be interested in a Pascal for Sabonis trade. Because I would that's the one I would make like tomorrow. I would make it tomorrow. I wouldn't even think twice about it. But I don't think that what's their value of getting Siakam back? That's not blow it up mode. That's you know, you get another 120 million of contract in the next three years. So that doesn't that doesn't really work. But would you go to a Sacramento type and say, give me, would they give you, would they give you two first round? Probably not two first rounders, right? <sighs> no, you wouldn't get, you would not get two first rounders for, you got to get one. You got to get one from a team that was going to be in the top 12. Like it's going to be a lottery team. You have to go get a, that's, I think yeah. that's the least that I would give up. Uh, if I got a, a, a top pick, yeah, and I couldn't. You couldn't even protect it on you. You couldn't be top three protected. It would have to be a full. Like if you're in the top, we get it. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you on that. So I, I like, I think Indiana is in the blowout mode. So when you, when I, when you said what the, what's trade out there, I think, I think, and I, so if you if you go to Indiana, so they they have Sibonis, Turner, and Levert too. They've all sort of said are yeah. getting are getting reduced minutes. Carlisle's now playing the younger guys, so he's kind of he's kind of said I'm I'm building the younger guys now. I don't really I don't really need you guys as much anymore. I I would take Turner over Sabonis um, for Siakam a, for Siakam. Yeah, because I I think Sabonis and Turner don't play well together. They kind of bump into the same position, um, where Sabonis can play a little bit big, but Turner's the big guy. And where I think you can make Sabonis a bigger guy, like play a little bit more post wise, and you get and you get Siakam playing a little more wing wise. So I I will I, I my push would be. I would push to try to get Turner. He's a good rim protector. He's one of the best big shooters in the NBA. He's like as a as a big guy shooter, and uh, and I think he just that's the hole we really glaringly need. I think on the wraps. What what is Turner? Uh, but I think you're replacing 20 points a game with like nine points a game, which I he, I agree he's going to be a better rebounder, better defender. Yeah. And we and again like I I was saying to Bobby this morning, um, Bobby's homesick. Dunno, in case you're wondering, so he's not feeling well. Um, uh, we are missing that Abaka Gasol type yeah. uh, mentality, right? We just, we, yeah. again, this season, just like that, we just don't have it and we're getting killed uh, without it, especially late in games. So yeah, I get miles turn from that perspective. I just don't know if that's enough for, for Siakam. 25 years, he's 25 years old. So he's, he's still got some time. And uh, I just, I just think, uh, I think that's, I think we can make him better in Toronto than he, what he is in Indiana. I but where, we, we but where does that put us, right? I mean, if you think about this for a second, like where does that act? So we get a Turner back. Now what are we? Are we still like, I guess, I guess, can, you know, what are we ch actually trying to do here uh, as far as the next two to three years? Are we trying to win in the next two to three years? Because we are. I'm not sure that gets us further along. But yeah. I'm not, you know what? But I, I could be wrong with that. Too. I, I, I do like the Miles Turner concept when you've got a team that you think can compete. But just to trade him straight, uh, I don't know. I think Sabonis has a more upside. I, I would, I prefer Sabonis. Dano? I don't know. Like, I think <laughs> oh, I always, okay, right. I good always, analysis, good analysis. No. Well, Siakam, like my first comment is like, Bart, when do you trade stocks? You trade stocks when they're low. I like trading stocks when they're high. 
right now Siakam's low. So we got to give him more minutes or we got to get his him playing better. That's my first comment, Bart, which, you know, you don't, you don't trade stocks very well. So that's kind of my first comment, Bart, not to put down your financial um, acumen. Well, you um, ruined Slacker last week with all his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. I did. Yeah. But like our, like, when are we going for our, for our next chip? Right. It's probably what four, it's four years, guys, three or four years. Right. Well, you can't rebuild, realistically, you can't rebuild and say it's six or seven years. Christ, it better yeah. be within three. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anything we get back has got to be someone in his early, early mid twenties. He's got to be early mid twenties. That's, that's what I want. I do want us to start thinking of a, of a big man that, that we can, we can bring in because we have, we have way too many people in the same position. Right. So how do we keep, keep yep. adding people that are young? And then, you know, if we do get someone, you know, if it's Sacramento, like what, what are we taking back for that? We gotta, we gotta bring in like, but 30 million of, uh, yeah, probably some 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 bad some bad contracts, right? Yep. But as long as we get some some assets that can develop in three four years, I guess that's what we got to do. But yeah, and the the like the Siakam. Yeah, I I just I just think I think we have to get so I think we got a decent enough team now. We got to get some players now. I don't think we go and make ourselves a lot worse with this trade. Like, do we do we get nothing and get future picks and just and, and just be dreadful? I don't think we're a team that. That is that far down that we gotta yeah. we yeah. gotta we gotta sink the ship so, like, like Indiana's doing. But do you go then with somebody who potentially like a, a Bagley, right? Bagley who's been who's on the pine basically in Sacramento, who's the second overall pick at one stage ahead of Luka Doncic. I might mean, imagine I get that trade or making that decision. <laughs> um, like, would you go get him? And like, I would probably do something like a Bagley and a pick from Sacramento. I'd probably I'd do something like that. Um, you know, I, I think that's what you have to try and maybe go and get as someone with maybe upside and a pick, right? But then again, you know what? We say this, I'm telling you right now, if I thought his head was going to be right, I would make the Siakam for, for Simmons right now. I would. Basically, if you guys like Miles Turner, Simmons with his head right brings more to the table than, than a Miles Turner does, for sure. Simmons is not going to, yeah, he's just a disaster. He's not, he's not going to his head right. Well, no, I know. That's no. The, that would be the gamble, right? That would be the ultimate gamble. But I mean, Bart, I'm just telling you, like. Bart, that'd be like, hey, Denno, if you were like in real good shape, and uh ripped you could go do something it's like it's never going to happen bart well no that'd, that'd be like hey the horn high yos can hit five times in a row <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that'd be like i wonder if deno's ever gonna get his head right i always wondered that about too. <laughs> it's, it's head right. yeah right it's not gonna happen so why well, yeah that makes no sense bart come on <laughs> all right let's let's uh let's move on let's move on um quickly top three picks uh per the betting site that i'm on right now Steph Curry plus 120, Kevin Durant plus 450, Giannis plus 600. Those are your top three uh, MVP candidates at the quarter pool of the season. Uh, I think Steph at plus 120 is not great value. He's actually not playing super great the last couple of weeks. Um, I think I think Durant, who's having an unbelievable season from a statistics perspective, they finished first in the East. I actually think that's a good play. At plus four fifty right now, Durant. I actually think that's because once Clay comes back and that team's like that could alter uh, the. But nothing's going to change in in Jersey in uh, in uh, Brooklyn. He is going to be the focal point the entire season. Everything's running through him. I'm telling you right now, if I'm laying money on it, which I probably will, and I hate because I don't like Durant, but I, plus four fifty. I think I think he should be the favorite. How how is it how is it decided? How's the MVP decided? Yeah, uh, media. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. The so, darlings. Yeah. So it's not it's not based it's not decided on stats. It's based on the media, which is based on emotion. And I just I just think the emotional aspect of the people out there will so much want to vote in Curry ahead of yeah. Durant because there's yeah. like a team Brooklyn was supposed to be decent. They are decent. Golden State were they going to be decent decent year? The wild card was out, and they far exceeded expectations. And I just think I think the NBA. The media, like everybody wants to give it to Curry. So I think Durant's yeah. going to have to do something exceptional to, to knock off Curry this year. Not that he's better, not that he's better, but just from a, from a, a uh, feel good perspective. I agree. Yeah. With, I, I, I agree with Kitsch. Like Durant, like how many does Durant have uh, MVPs? Does he have one? He's got one. One, right? Yeah. Curry's got two guys. Does he have two? Curry's got two back to back. Yeah. Back to back. He had two, right? So I, I really like Curry there as long as they, as long as they get first, first there. And like, like historically, like I was thinking like, like the bulls, the bulls are 17 and nine, right? Like if, if, if they kept this clip, they still wouldn't give it to like a, a DeRozan or, no. or Levine. They, they no. would never, they would never do it. Cause they're not, they're just not that big name, even though like those are the two guys that are leading the way they, they don't do that for the MVP. So I would not put money, wow. money on them. I would, I would hammer Curry, even at, even at plus 120 seems he gets hurt, then you're done. But all right, well, why, why don't you guys, why don't you guys do that? You hammer Curry, I'll hammer Durant, and then we'll, we'll see who's right. We'll see who's got more money in the season. What, why don't I would, we never, I would that... never, I would never hammer Curry at plus 120 though. Cause the injuries in NBA are so, yeah. so fast. Yeah. Like you gotta yeah. get, also you get it's twisted ankle and he's done. He's not getting, well, but that, ra- but that rationale, you, you wouldn't bet anybody because everyone could get hurt. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I never bet the MVP in NBA. It's just too hard. It's too long a yeah. season. Oh, oh yeah, because individual Bart. game individual game betting is easy. That's yeah, uh, fourteen fifteen last night. Yeah. Or we could bring back the uh, spreadsheet. Remember that spreadsheet we had last year with all those uh, bets you lost. Oh, yeah. We could yeah, resurrect true. that and place a wager. That's what we pandemic could. Times pandemic times. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, but, was... but how about Giannis too? By the way, Giannis at plus six hundred is having awesome, another awesome season. I just think they the uh, there's fatigue for Giannis. Yeah, I think so. I think people are tired of the story. Yeah. So I, the thing that I did, so when I, when I pulled this up, I thought I look at the points per game. And what I found shocking in this, you have in the top six guys in the league for points per game, you have two of them from the Bulls, two guys from one yeah. team. That yeah. is unheard of in the new NBA. Like you got to score yeah. and then everybody else is kind of fringe. You got two guys in the top six in scoring with Levine yeah. and DeRozan. Like, wow, that's impressive. There's a team that. You know what? What would we look like right now if we had DeMar on the team? He's playing different basketball than he used to when he, as a rapper. Yeah. And, and I had, a, I had, there was a good comment. Uh, Rosillo made it the other day when he said, DeMar really learned how to play basketball in San Antonio under Popovich. Like he's a totally different player. Mm, uh, I and I think, you know what? And that's probably fair. The highlights I've seen in that game, he played like, yeah, I, I know. I mean, I know it was never yeah. a possibility. It was never being, being discussed, but man, I'll tell you what, he, he would have made us, I wouldn't be worrying about 37 wins. If we had DeMar on the squad right yeah. now. Siakam for Demar? Can we get Siakam for Demar? I don't think they're trading. I don't think Chicago's <laughs> trading Demar. Damn. Demar. But of course, uh, Demar is thirty-two, right? So there's not a lot yeah. of upside left in Demar. You, you you add to well, you know what? The Bulls did it. They add Demar, thinking that this we get maybe have an outside chance to make a run here. And by the way, I think they're great value yes. to win the East, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. Great value to win the East. So all right, all right. So yeah. we got to move on. We're half hour in. We we'll have to you know we'll have to. Hey, uh, Mike, when you do the editing, just edit Deno out, and we'll just make it, <laughs> save us some time. Uh, all right, here we go. Catch backyard. Backyard gambling. It was a tough week in the NFL last week for, <laughs> for everybody except for Deno. So uh, Bart let off. Uh, he went uh, 
He went one and two, uh, one and two in his yeah, picks. One and two. One and two. But he did hit his lock. He did hit his yes. twenty-five thousand dollar lock. Yes. So the yeah. lock the lock record goes to six and five. The lock record is positive. Woo! The running total the running total is 16-19-1 at forty six percent. So still trailing. Not horrible. Not horrible. Still trailing in 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 last place out of the three. <laughs> okay, Kitch Kitch for our followers, like you could flip a coin and get fifty percent, right? Like you could Not just or, or blindfold the locks. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you could. How dare you? How dare you? I'm six and five. I'm six and five. That coin, the coin, the coin thing never works. I don't know why. And Dano, he had uh, he had you went two and one in the unders. He had three unders last week, two and one. So good total for him. Moves him up to seventeen and nineteen. Vaults him out of last place in with a vault, forty-seven percent win percentage, higher than Bard. So he's he's now into second place. And Kitch. Who has had a big lead, a good, a solid lead, went 0 and 3. Oh, 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 love it. I didn't realize that. Seattle. I didn't realize Seattle. Yes. I had the Seattle yes. San Fred debacle. Yeah. Right? Oh, oh, what the where, under? What an under was that Se- was. Where was, Seattle? where was Seattle four weeks before that, for crying out loud? Yeah. So that was, and we all had, we all had some piece of Seattle, San Fran, yeah. Seattle. We were all dead wrong on that one. Yeah. Uh, 18 and 18, I'm at 50% even, so I'm back to even now. So uh, Ooh, very, very, gettable. Check. very gettable. Only one very game ahead gettable. of Dano. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In the yeah. and we in the um, we can't beat them, but we can cover. Bet. Ooh. Um, the no. zero. Nobody got it. Nobody got it. Nobody, <laughs> tough week. <laughs> when, when the lines are this low, even though I mean, I thought I was going to get it with the Falcons, but they shit the bed late. So that was, that was yeah, they killed me. Yeah, Jackson. I'll tell you, it's another tough week for that. Um, Let's stop that one. Let's stop that one. <laughs> yeah, we could stop that one. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm, 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 actually, I like mine this week too. So I'm, I'm, I like, okay, I'm, I'm, we do. All right. Uh, so, uh, Denno, you are. Oh no, Bart, you're in last. So you I'm can in last, start. So you can start us off with your yeah. picks this week. I'm, real, I'm. I'm really not in last. When you when you add when you weight it to my locks, I really am not in last. But that's fine. Oh. Well, that's what I'm, <laughs> if you if you bell curve this based on my locks, I'm not last. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here we go. Uh, the team I just can't get right this year, so I'm just going to start off with them because I just they they can't keep fucking me. Uh, I think the Giants are a disaster. Uh, I don't think Daniel Jones is, is playing this week. Not that I even think that matters. Yeah, I'm first pick. I'm going Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, minus 10. Pick number one. Uh, pick number two is, and I hate to do this one, but it's getting points at home. So I don't, that's never a bad bet in the NFL. Uh, pick number two, the Washington Football Club. Oh, God. God. Yeah. We're getting four points. They're, I'm riding the hotness there. You got to ride it's, again. Now, if I was in Vegas, it would just be a sprinkle. Both those first two games would be sprinklings. They would not be not be large wagers. But I do like the Washington Football Club hotness. We're riding the hotness. Uh, they're right. Back. Listen, they win this game. They'll be thinking about winning the, the division if you can believe that, <laughs> right? Which is crazy. And they've lost two of their best players in the last uh, two weeks. But I'm riding. The, and then, which should be everyone's lock across the planet. This. I'm telling you, what's ever left in my account come, what time's that game at? Come 425 on Sunday afternoon. What's ever left is oh, all no. going on this game. Yeah. Oh, no. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus the three against a just reeling, completely morally, emotionally decimated Buffalo Bills team. That is the lot that that could be the lock of the year. Tampa doesn't lose at home, first of all. Uh, Buffalo shit, as we all saw Monday night, <laughs> and they're going to win this game by a lot, by a lot. Is it going to be like uh, minus eight and Gale Force wins in Tampa on Sunday? No, I don't care. <laughs> well, we know Buffalo. We, we know Buffalo can't play in that. So I hope there. I hope there is. I hope there is. Um, 
And you know what? Can I just say too, like, how did I go away? I talked about it all week. I was going to bet the Pats last week, ride their hotness. And I, oh, yeah. I fucking chickened out. <laughs> I Pascaled out. All right, Daniel, you're up. Go ahead. Well, boys, who's who's hot? Daniel's hot. Daniel's hot. The unders, baby. Unders are hot. Thursday night. Oh, Steelers, tonight. Vikings. Oh God, like just under. Will Will Pittsburgh score? Who cares? Who cares? Catch, take that one. I don't care if the I don't care if the unders thirty. I will take the forty four. It's forty four. I know it's forty four. Half. Forty four now. No, I got. 44. I will take. I will take thirty. Um, for for our competition, right, put that That's down. Put, let's put down for thirty. Yeah. Right. Put down. Right. Put down. Right. Um, Browns, Ravens under. Browns 43. fan. Oh my God, they are. They have. There's no O in Cleveland. There's an O in Brown. Browns Bart. There's no O in Cleveland. Okay, Bart. Do you understand that? There's no O, like letter O in Cleveland. Yeah, like seafood. It's under. Like seafood. I see food. Sea, seafood. You eat it. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, game. No no that game is under. And then, oh my God, how bad is this game going to be? The Saints at the Jets. I know Bart will watch it. That game, that game, if anybody watches that game, you should go get some therapy. That's been the worst game of the year. So you got to watch it for the under. Catch. Guaranteed I, I, I under. I do like that one. I do like that one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. You should I change one. it? Bart likes. No, Bart's hot. Bart's I'll hot. About the under. Don't worry about I, it. I'll never bet the under. I, I hate that one. I hate that one. I think okay. it's going way over. I hate it. You guys are indifferent. Good. Okay. <laughs> I will keep the Jets under. Because when we're aligned, we are five percent. So we, will, I'll go. I'll keep my jets under. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. The leader, the leader of this race, is now up. That is, uh, that is Chris Kitchen. Um, so his first pick, Tennessee minus eight and a half over Jacksonville. Jacksonville is filth. Tennessee's had a week to think about some things here. So I'm going to say Tennessee wins that one by twenty plus. Oh. Uh, the Denver. Detroit game in Denver. I'm gonna start going a bit of this cold weather stuff. So go. We we're now playing in in Denver. Detroit had their Super Super Bowl last week. I like the under in that game. Under 41 and a half. I Ooh. think. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, that could be a that could be a 10-7 game in 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 Denver. And then the last one, the last one, the Sunday night Green Bay Packers 8:20 game. I am going to go with the under in that one as well at 43 and a half. Uh, Sunday night in December in Green Bay. Usually it's not a great climate to be playing in in, in, in the month of December. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hope for some snow and some wind, some cold, and that's gonna be an under for me as well. Always a great strategy in betting to hope. What is not what is not betting? Betting is hoping. Bart, have you noticed Kitsch goes 0-3? And what does he leverage? Denil's analysis paralysis is, on the under he is all over the under in weather last he couple weeks learn. yeah he started to learn from yeah. me Denno, last week i went for two unders and i went on three i do two Olympics for under something as three. i was saying kitsch why are you why are you listening to me, you listening to me? <laughs> all, right. all right listen all right let's go can beat him but sure can't you know can cover oh. but sure can't beat him jesus christ Who's that? Who's third? We'll go like third was zero denno has got hasn't got this right yet this year, so oh yeah you have one all right, go i'll ahead, let now. you start you know what? I, I hate this topic. I will I will take the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. <sighs> That's what I was gonna take. I'm gonna take the Raiders too. Plus nine and a half. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have ten. Nine plus ten. I'm yeah. taking the Raiders too because you can't you, you can't trust no. Kansas City and you and we can't do the same. We, yeah. we can't do the same. Why can't no. we do the same? No, we can't. Fucking right, we can. No, we can't. Well, you well, you don't make the rules. <laughs> no, we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna go for the low the low scoring game on Sunday night. I'm gonna take the Bears plus the 12 and a half. Ooh, ooh. In, in Green Bay, 
and uh, and hope for a 10-3 victory from uh, Green Bay for the game. <laughs> and I hope it's I hope it's 21-24. <laughs> I hope so I hope it is. And sunny in the wind. All right, well, there we go. All right, good. All right, there we go. Uh, all right, is that so we're done? Done with the gambling? Yep. I think we are. Okay, uh, here we go. What drives? I'll start. I'm okay. To start things off because uh, as we as we mentioned previously, you know what drives me crazy is how shitty Apple is at making a headphone in their in their AirPods. Like I really could not get over how bad that sounded last week. I know it was gonna be that bad. I probably would have figured something out, but I thought I thought we did we'd done it once before. But how could the microphone? Like we had Smitty on, and he does it just with his microphone through his uh right through his his AirPods. It it works totally fine. These things, which I must, which I use for my, my just my headphones, like seriously, Apple, give me a product that I should not have to worry about with respect to the microphone working. If your microphone's gonna be like that, don't don't put a microphone. Just make them headphones. Have no mic. How about that? Or give me an option. Give me a, like give me one that actually has a product. But yeah, that drove me crazy when I listened to that. I was like, oh my god, this is horrible. Yeah. So Apple, you're on my shit list. No, I'm buying no Apple products for Christmas this year. <laughs> Art, I will, I will bet you that you buy an Apple product uh, for Christmas. <laughs> I think I buy one a day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daniel, fire away. What's yours? You know, again, like I'll, I'll watch the basketball game and I, I started getting angry again for, for no reason. And I was analyzing, Bart, I was analyzing the correlation between a basketball player and race car advertising. And you're wondering, Deno, what's the correlation? You're so smart. You're so intelligent. What is it? <laughs> Race car advertising. They got all this stuff all over their body advertising. What is with, when did it start that we had so many freaking tattoos on these bodies? Oh, my God. Every basketball player has got like 200 tattoos. When did that start? Is it like when you're the draft? Oh, you get drafted? Or you're a basketball player? You got to go put on 100 tattoos? What is it? Have you seen a basketball player? without a freaking tattoo Bart, when did it happen i have no idea it just started driving me crazy every guy walking down tattoos in their head their face like on their full bodies and stuff like when did this start what happened kind of like like that stupid foul shot thing i was talking about you got to tap hands and stuff i'm starting to get angry watching these games i don't i don't think uh what nobby has a tattoo what not be he does he does oh does he <laughs> yeah. you it's know on his, I, uh, it's actually on his ass though kitch but you know uh, yeah you didn't know you know, you know yeah. i uh i've actually uh, you know what? i've actually kind of gone the other way on the tattoos it doesn't bother me at all i actually kind of like it i'm not saying for like i would want it or i'd want my kids to get but i'm just saying it doesn't bother me and i you know what? i'm now interested in half the time seeing what they got in there kind of ink kind of ink you got i don't mind it i'm oblivious too much to though I'm oblivious like to what's a I lot have, i I I have one tattoo. It means a lot. If you have a hundred tattoos, it can't be old. They all oh, mean a lot to me. Oh, oh you have they a tattoo? all mean a lot to me. Yeah. What, Dude, what is you see the Yankees? Huh? Do you see this Yankees tattoo? No, I don't think I have. Where is? It? Oh, oh my god, that's weird. That's bizarre. Oh my god, I had no idea. That's disturbing. I find that more disturbing. Well, <laughs> when you have twenty-seven rings, you know, like Bert, you don't understand what it means to win. Yeah, like, so that's like why you don't have a sports tattoo. Square. You have a little square on what I, I guess that's your tricep and it wasn't obvious but i don't know what uh, well it's so uh, big you probably thought it was my leg so yeah. <laughs> wow well you know, we'll address that in a future future segment all right thank you Dino. i think thank you all right, all right kitch go ahead 
I got, I got two. I got two. Sorry. They're both timely. It's timely. They're both timely. So they have to come this week. First one is the, the rat. So I, I, I share seasons for the Raptors. The, the, the way that MLSE screws your season ticket holders drives me crazy. So I have tickets for the Orlando game a week Monday. So go in the Orlando game. My seats are $187 a seat for that for the Orlando game. On the Saturday, I have tickets for the Golden State game. And the tickets are $850 a seat. What? It goes from it goes from a Saturday game at $850 a seat to a Monday game at $180 a seat. That's the variance they have in the ticket pricing rate. Yeah, but hang on a second. Is that that's what the like I didn't think they so with season tickets, they now price it by the game, not by the seat well, for the, the yeah, they tell they tell you what you pay for each game. And then they and then they they do the multiplier. They say this is what your ticket price for each game, and they the bottom line they show you here. Here is a, here's your total for the year. Kitch, my my oh, my issue bullshit. with that. I'm going that game with Kitch. I budgeted $184, but like for that game, it inv- it involves dinner at the at the at the AC lounge and drinks. So I'm concerned about that 850 pitch. You know what? Really that's a seven. That's it. a seven thousand dollar night then. You know what? That's 180 dollars more than I thought I'd get. So I'm good with that. It's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a win. That's a cash coming in for you, Kitch. Yeah, that that's is a win. true. That's true. Yeah, actually, yeah, Kitch, win. it's IOU. You awesome. You know, it's awesome. Kitch, yeah. Kitch, you know that movie Dumb and Dumber when they. Uh, when they find the briefcase and there's all those IOUs in there, just add it, add it to the briefcase, add it to the briefcase, Kitch. So anyway, that drives me crazy that they, that they, they put that much variance from one game to the next. So that, that was, yeah, that is that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And my second, my second one that's, that's timely here as well. What the, the NCAA and their bowl games, what, what is with them allowing coaches to shift jobs after the season, but before, before the bowl games, like, You've you have built your players up. We got to make a bowl game this year. Got to get the six wins. We're gonna, and then what? All of a sudden, you jump ship on all those players you've been pumping all year because you got a better offer somewhere, and you couldn't wait through two three weeks to to take that that job change. You have to go right away. Now they know they base it on recruiting and all that yeah, and all that crap, it. but but still, the, the NCAA is gonna say no. Okay, how about no recruiting before the bowl games are done? Like it's ridiculous that that, that they allow this to happen. So that drives me crazy. Yeah, I mean the coaching carousel thing, and this, it was a wild season this year uh, when that happened. And you know, uh, what's his face from Notre Dame leaving? You know, and, and yeah. potentially they potentially they had a shot at the national championship, and he yeah. was going to be yeah. gone. Right? Can, Which yeah. that can, that is yeah. like super bizarre. But uh, yeah, it is the recruiting window. It just changed the recruiting windows, and, you, and that goes away. But you know what? Yeah. Look what's changed. You know, Danny, you want to talk about when the tattoo thing changed? Which I believe I think it was it would change with Allen Iverson. I believe is when it really hit probably, mainstream. Probably. Uh, but. All of a sudden, you have these top picks who don't play in bowl games anymore. Yeah, yeah. that was right? my second. That piece. never, that never happened before, right? That was all. That was the whole point was to get to the, you know, the best bowl game you could, and have a, you know, a showcase game in that bowl game. And now, yeah. if you're even remotely in the top, you know, first two yeah. rounds, you're not playing for the champ. You're out. No, no. I wouldn't play. Unless you're in the championship. Game. So the guys play in the in the. If you're in the playoffs, they're gonna play. Yeah, if you you're play. not. If you're in the mm-hmm. not in those playoffs, those four playoff games, you're playing another yeah. bowl. They'll sit yeah. it out, which is which is. Ah, it's just That's there's crazy. there's a there's a, something there's a flaw in there. So that drives me crazy. And that t- was timely, so I had to bring it up. What well, uh, uh, very timely. Yeah. What I would do, I would say I'm not gonna play I'm not gonna play the game, but I'm gonna be the holder, like you know, like the like the field goal. I'll say, yeah, I'll play in the game, but I'm I'm not gonna be wide receiver. I'm gonna ho- be the holder for the kicker to say I played in the game. That's yeah, what I would do, Bart. I'd come I, up, you know, I, I'd come up and knock your knock your chops off for the block off yeah, that yeah. you held that ball. You know what? And, I, Deno, you know what, Deno, from what I hear, you're not known for your soft hands. I'm not sure how well you do catching that ball and placing it down. Yeah. Oh, 
bar. Trust me, I have soft hands. You can ask <laughs> lots of people, lots of people. <laughs> uh, all right, listen. Uh, uh, AOB, Deno, anything? Um, not really, but I want to remind people about when you go to a game with Kitsch, he always writes down the ref, the ref's names, right? So that people in your seats can know who the ref names are. It's gotten better. He now has a chart. Like the last game we had to do, it was a bit more bolder so that people around, people around can see it. Everyone so what happens? It, yeah. yeah. So, so the last game we were at, people like two rows behind us were yelling the ref. Hey, what's that ref's name? We, we <laughs> kind of hold it up. They start yelling at the ref. They know all the ref's names. And like the refs are probably going, only in Toronto that people know our names. Like, why are they so smart? It's because Kitch is there. Kitch educates people on who the refs names are. It's a very important yeah, you, role. You when, you, when you want to get somebody's attention, if you call them by their name, you get a much <laughs> yeah, better shot at getting yeah, their attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? Well, I haven't exactly noticed the refs snapping their heads around every time we call their name. <laughs> hey, what's that, guys? Did you get what did you, what was that? You want no, that's not just <laughs> assistant coaches to do that. But, uh, yeah, my boy Nate. I love Nate. I love that. Yeah. He should get another shot. He needs another shot in the league. All right. Okay. Thank you. Dan. I'm not sure whether that was any AOB or a Kitsch Love. Do we have a that's new good. segment, Kitsch Love Fest? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like love it. We should. Well, we should have it. You know what? That's because as soon as he heard about the eight hundred fifty dollar ticket, he's like, "Well, oh, I better say something nice." <laughs> Kitsch, Kitsch does look really good today. I, I know. It was, I don't know. Like, was it your? Was the haircut catch or what was it? Yeah, I, sh- I, 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 sh- I showered. I showered. Today. All right. All right. Listen, you two. That's enough. <laughs> Kitsch, AOB. My AOB is is Dame Lillard. So Dame Lillard has come out. He wants a two year, hundred seven million dollar extension, at the age of thirty six. $53.5 million a year for two years what? is what he, he came out. Yes, at 36. When he gets the extension, he's 35 now. So when he gets the extension, okay. it's going to be 36. Um, and it was also leaked that he tried to get the Blazers to trade McCollum for Simmons. He also, that also you, got leaked. So he's you, only, did you hear your head? He's only averaging 21 and a half points this year, which is his lowest since 2015 16. And, and he's, he's hurt. He's hurt. I know. He's hurt. Know. Yeah. He's hurt. And he's 31 today, by the way. What? He's 31. Yeah, he's not 35. Jeez, I read an article that he was 35. Yeah. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Oh, man. He'll be 35 at the end of the extension, you doorknob. Hey, not doorknob. You can't. You can't say. You can't say. You can't. You can't. You totally say doorknob. You can. Yeah, trust me, you can say doorknob. Based on some of the shit we said today, doorknobs. But anyway, we'll fifty-three and a half million. Is that? Is that? It's a lot. But that's, that's the standard. Yeah, two years. Holy oh. cow! Yeah, because I. Uh, so he and he was saying that he wants to be part of the solution in Portland. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah he I, he wants to bankrupt the uh, franchise. Yeah. He wants to take eighty percent of the salary cap uh, for one guy. Yeah. Let's see if I can be part of the solution. And don't let your other players know that you've actually asked him to be traded. Like if you uh, went to the management and said, "I want, I want McCollum to be traded for Simmons," that doesn't help your unity as your as your as your teammate you know on the court. And then and then uh, McCollum said, "Fuck you! I'll get a collapse lung instead. You can't trade me. Right. Untradeable. Right. Untradeable. Yeah. I'm untradeable. Yeah, untradeable. lung. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this. Put my hand down my. He's out. He's out. He's now. out. He's out. He might be out the rest of the year. Might be. Yeah. You know, and then Lillard's gone. Lillard. I think Lillard actually will be traded for Simmons. Is where I think happens. Sometimes. Ooh, Philly, Jeez. Philly would be oh, tough. Poor little, poor little goal postal. That that town loves their basketball. Yeah, I know. But they, I mean, if you're blowing that team up, which I think you are now, I mean, you gotta, you gotta get as much as you can for him. At you know, he's third, like you said, he's 31. A year from now, every every t- month that goes by, you don't trade him, you're getting less value for him. 
Pascal. That was Pascal. You know, it's funny. I thought about uh, Lillard, but that obviously would make no sense for us. Last thing we need is another small guard. Exciting. Yeah. I, yeah. I take, oh, we, I we, you know what? I would, I'd like the over. I'd like my chances of betting the over a little bit more. Yeah. With the yeah. Um, all right, listen, I we've covered most of my AOB in uh, um, various other topics uh, throughout the pod, but did any of you guys see the, uh, did I send it to you, the, the clip of the pit QB, the fake slide, score for a touchdown in that in the uh, championship no. game last Saturday? No. All right, I'll send it to you, but you should go find YouTube, the fake QB slide. Uh, it's awesome. And so obviously quarterbacks, when they slide, they can't be hit, right? So this guy, you like, how do you think he's going to do it? And it's actually a pretty good fake slide where he doesn't go down. We just see that the DBs let up, right? They're like, oh, he's about to slide. And then whoop, he's gone in the end zone. It was, it was awesome. And then the, the best part, of course, after the game, the coach, means like, well, we're going to have to change the slide rule in college football. Obviously that can, I'm like, well, what? no, you're not. You're just going to have to figure it out. It was great. So if you don't, if you uh, get a chance, go to the clip, check out the fake slide uh, that goes for a touchdown. Uh, it was it's the pit, pit wake force game. Easy champion. Okay. Don't do it now. We have to, we have to wrap it up. I got, and I got one from Steely this week he, on Kevin Kelly. If you're talking about, he's, he's supposed to, he was a football coach for Presbyterian head football coach. And he, uh, he lost his job this year. It was shockingly. He decided he was never going to kick the ball in the game. Yeah. So they, like they did that. not attempt a field goal all season. He punted 13 times total. That was all he did all year. 13 times total. He attempted 48 onside kicks. He went for it on fourth down 84 times. <laughs> Yeah, but you they know went, what? I they went, you, they went two and zero. People loved him, and they finished the season at two and nine. <laughs> but there's a there's a, a high school coach. Oh, I want to say Nebraska, somewhere in Nebraska, maybe uh, that uh, that a lot of college coaches uh, deal with because he's had that same philosophy for many many years, and they, they've won like state champion. Like they just don't punt, kick. Like yeah. So I think obviously if you've got the talent, that's one thing. If you don't have the talent, that's a tougher strategy to deploy. But I, listen, the day is coming where there'll be no more extra points in the NFL. That day is coming in our yeah. lifetime. Yeah. The guys are just be like, it doesn't make the, the, the stat. Listen, the, the analysis is our theme for today. Uh, Dano. The analysis would clearly indicate you're better off to go for two every time. You totally are better for the game too. More exciting. 11, 11 punts. That's impossible. That's impossible. You know, like in some of these NFL games, there's 11 punts in a game. Yeah. Like some of those, well, like he must punt. Games. He must punt when he's got fourth and 28. Right. Okay, we're fourth and 28. Yeah. When my dog, when my dog, when my dog starts barking, that's clearly time to wrap things up. Wrap it up. Right? Okay. That's, yeah. Thank take you. it. Take thank it away, Quiet. Yeah. Take Jeez. it away. Take it away, Oakley. <laughs> Kawhi up top looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. Ha, 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 ha.